Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on NRM Streamcast. Definitely recognize the song. It's Neil Young's Southern Man. But do you recognize the voice? If you don't, shame on you. Well, not a real serious shame, more like a, a playful shame, a whoopee shame, if you will. A whoopee shame upon you if you don't recognize the legendary voice of Mary Clayton. Why should that name ring a bell? Why is that name important? Mary Clayton is the woman who gives you goosebumps every time you hear the Rolling Stones' Gimme Shelter. Yeah, that Mary Clayton. Mary Clayton, legendary singer. While we're on the topic of Mary Clayton, if you've not yet watched the documentary 20 Feet from Stardom, yet another whoopee shame upon you. 
it won an Academy Award, and I am pretty damn sure it's available on pretty much any streaming service under the sun. Go ahead and check it out at your earliest convenience. It is an awesome documentary about the most iconic background singers that have ever been recorded and it really gives these performers the long overdue props they have deserved from the get-go but let's get back to mary clayton's interpretation of neil young's southern man you know mary clayton from gimme shelter but did you know mary clayton also sang background on leonard skinnard's sweet home alabama there's an awesome interview that mary clayton recently did with jim dirigatis and greg cott on the superlative podcast slash radio show sound opinions they reran it recently and not only does mary tell the story of how she got involved with the recording of gimme shelter but she also tells the tale of how she got involved in the recording of sweet home alabama and how she was hesitant to take part in the session but she went in and she knocked it out of the park and she let her performance her protest. Greg and Jim asked her about what she felt about Neil Young's Southern Man, which was an answer record to Sweet Home Alabama. Mary wasted no time in expressing how much she liked Neil Young's Southern Man, which is why she covered it. And that is what we kicked off this week's show with, going back to 1971's self-titled Mary Clayton album. And with that, I go ahead and tip my hand, and yes, we will be closing out today's show with Neil Young's original version of Southern Man. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast, and did you have a good holiday? I hope so. I know I did. It was pretty damn delightful. I celebrated yet another trip around the sun. Got to have some Ethiopian food with the family on the birthday. Engaged in the generations-long Jewish tradition of Chinese food and movies on Christmas Day. And ate like a drunken sailor on shore leave. And now here we are all pulling our heads out of the holiday haze and bravely facing 2022. And how are we going to face 2022 on the first show of the year? I am so glad you asked. We're gonna do a little ketchup. Not not the condiment, although I'm a big fan of the ketchup. No, we're gonna get caught up on a couple of albums that I had been meaning to get to. You know, they had dropped late in the fall, and I'd been meaning to get to them, and just life got in the way, so it wasn't until the last couple of days of the year that I got to spend quality time with the superlative new album from Bad Bad Not Good. It's called Talk Memory. The best way to describe this, it's quasi-orchestral jazz, and it's just music you can get lost in. It's music that you can put on while you're working, but it's also music that is going to make an impact on you. So we are going to spend quality time with that later on in today's show, as well as the critically acclaimed new album from Snail Mail. Snail Mail is the gnome to plume of singer-songwriter Lindsay Jordan, straight out of Ellicott City, Maryland, where my parents lived for a couple years, and I spent a summer living in Ellicott City, and it's a neat little town that is somewhere between Columbia and Baltimore. To give you a little more context... Yeah, it's about 15 minutes down the road from the Meriwether Post Pavilion, which 
is not just the name of an Animal Collective album. It's the name of a musical venue that I have enjoyed at least a few shows at when I was way younger. But that's neither here nor there. What is here and what is there is we are going to spend quality time with Snail Mail's latest, an album called Valentine, later on in today's show as well. All this and much, much less in addition to spending quality time with Bad Bad Not Good and Snail Mail. We are catching up with a flurry of singles that kind of quietly uh, fluttered to the ground in late 2021. These, of course, harbingers of 2022 releases to come. At the top of this set, I am excited to tell you there is a brand new Super Chunk album dropping on 225. It's called Wild Loneliness, and this one's called Endless Summer.
Not a very good Indian, maybe even a bad Indian. My cheekbones aren't high enough. I don't have enough beadwork or turquoise. I do my best to celebrate November like a month-long birthday for Indians. For those of you who don't know, which is probably most of you, it's a National Native American Heritage Month, and unfortunately celebrating feels like I'm celebrating my birthday by myself. No one seems to know that it's even happening, even with all the Facebook notices. I'm a bad Indian. genre is westerns. My last name isn't a sentence. I'm not patient. I am stoic usually only when I'm mad or just thinking really hard. People don't know how to pronounce the name of my tribe and that makes me tired and I can't and won't say prayers in Paiute mostly because I'm not fluent but I tell everyone they should hear our words and it reminds me there was this one time when a teacher used to ask me things that I didn't know or that she didn't know and assuming that I would know only to see disappointment when I didn't know and shame on me for not knowing but she didn't know either I'm a bad Indian I use the word Indian liberally and I mean I get it not correct. That dude that sailed the ocean blue mistakenly called us that because he thought he was in India. Of course he wasn't. Then there's this other thing where the word Indian actually has legal precedent in treaties and so-called founding documents written by so-called founding fathers. I get criticized by my own people for using the word Indian without anybody really realizing that any word used to lump us all together into a single group is incorrect. I was told to speak in a language that everybody would understand. I'm a bad Indian. I don't speak good pidgin English. I mean, certainly not as good as Johnny Depp in that movie that one time. When someone tells me that their great-great-grandmother was a Cherokee princess, I immediately want to dismantle what they're saying. After I roll my eyes. There are no Cherokee princesses. There are no Native American monarchies. And then I'm a bad Indian for wanting to dismantle their blood myths. When you're the one who taught me to dismantle in the first place. Something that I learned through my genetic memory and through my personal memory. And I'm just a bad Indian. There's a woman once who asked me what my Indian name was. I said, it's Greg. And she was so disappointed. She was like, no, no, it has to be Red Eagle or Two Rivers or Gray Skull, I said. Yes, wait, no, is that real? No, no, I said. Without her realizing my brief but generationally relevant He-Man joke, the kind of joke that would tell her that while Indian, I'm also having an American experience too. And finally I said to her, how about Walking Eagle? And she said, yes, yes. And is that true? I said, yes, it's totally true. And I did
my hand and say how, but you don't want me to tell you that. How is a Lakota greeting that it's spelled differently, not the same as how are you doing? That information sharing makes me a bad Indian. How dare I inform your misinformed ideas of my own identity on my homelands? The nerve, bad Indian. set the stage for this one. This one time, a man walked into my space and asked me questions about my things, and I tell him, when he suddenly interrupts me as only a white man can, with all the Euro swagger of a man whose people were so sure of their place in the universe, their place in the world, their place in the eyes of God. You speak real good for a Native American, an Indian, a savage. A pagan, a prairie a godless heathen, and I would be justified in punching him. I would be justified in cursing him out. I'd be justified in calling him racist. But that would make me a bad Indian, which contradicts that old saying. You know the one. The only good Indian is a dead Indian. I'm a bad Indian. And I'm here. I'm a window to your Dance with the vibe 
got three ways to connect with us on social media. Number one, like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Number two, follow us on Twitter at Exile on E Street. And number three, like us on Instagram at Exile on E Street. Same as Twitter, making it extra convenient. Or if you want to kick it old school, drop us an email. Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay at gmail.com. In that last set of music, a six-pack of tracks that quietly dropped over the month of December. Of those six, two are standalone singles, and four are harbingers of 2022 releases to come. Kicking off the set, brand new music from Superchunk. It is always a reason for celebration when we have a new Chunk album, and we've got one on the way. February 25th. Super Chunk's Wild Loneliness drops on Merge Records. And it helps when your front man is the CEO of Merge Records, that would be Mac McCon, who just recently dropped his second solo album and had the time to crank out another Super Chunk album. The first single from Wild Loneliness is Endless Summer, and now it has nothing to do with the Beach Boys album of the same name. Following Super Chunk, Jersey Does Jersey, Thursday, interpreting Bruce Springsteen's Dancing in the Dark, and this is available exclusively on Bandcamp. Proceeds from the sales of the single will be going towards covering the medical expenses of comedian and actor Andy Bustilos, who's currently battling stage three cancer. Andy is a good friend of the band, and he is a frequent fixture on the web series Two Minutes to Late Night, which you can find on YouTube. And if you've never watched any videos from Two Minutes to Late Night, they are fun. I've never watched an entire episode. I've watched part of one, but there are these great viral videos from the Two Minutes to Late Night crew, and it's hosted by this dude who goes by the gnome de plume, Guarcinio Hall. His real name is Jordan Olds, and Jordan actually plays keyboards on Thursday's interpretation of Dancing in the Dark. But getting back to Two Minutes to Late Night for a second, the first time I had heard of Two Minutes to Late Night, which is a heavy metal comedy late night talk show spoof, a lot of legit metal musicians are fans and they are guests of the show. And the fun part of Two Minutes to Late Night is that Jordan Olds, a.k.a. Guarcinio Hall, manages to get these impromptu supergroups together of all these illustrious, industrious metal and hard rock musicians, and they get together and they film these videos covering like classic rock songs. And they're so much fun to watch. So if you want to go down the rabbit hole of some fun musical mayhem, I highly recommend checking out Two Minutes to Late Night. But first, go over to Bandcamp, download Thursday's cover of Dancing in the Dark. Proceeds go to a very good cause. And let's keep our fingers crossed that Andy Bustilos kicks cancer squarely in the ass. Also in that set, alongside Super Chunk and Thursday, Dead pioneers i ain't gonna front i watch a lot of tiktok 
I take at least a couple of TikTok breaks during the day and it ain't gonna lie, helps me keep my sanity. I watch a lot of the cooking videos. There's some cool musical content. There's some uh, really awesome storytellers. The thing is, TikTok kind of gets a bad rap, but TikTok is what you make of it. I've enjoyed a lot of really cool musical content and one of those songs was this song from Dead Pioneers called Bad Indian, which popped up in my feed from a couple of different sources in the course of 20 minutes of looking at TikTok one day. And this song, Bad Indian by Dead Pioneers, grabbed me by the collar because it's this awesome spoken word piece with really menacing punk music in the background. Here's this dude who is a smart and sharp-witted young gentleman just doing that kind of spoken word that just cuts to the core. So of course I had to go ahead and download the single and I needed to learn a little bit more about uh, Dead Pioneers. Well, Dead Pioneers isn't really a band and if they are, then I apologize. But my research has revealed that Dead Pioneers is actually Greg Deal. And that's Greg with three G's. G-R-E-G-G. Greg Deal is a husband, a father, an artist, and a member of the Paiute tribe on the Pyramid Lake Reservation in Nevada. As a provocative contemporary artist and activist... Much of Greg's work deals with indigenous identity and pop culture, touching on issues of race relations, historical consideration, and stereotype. Within this work, as well as his paintings, mural work, and print work, Greg advances issues within Indian country, such as decolonization, the mascot issue, and appropriation. Within the context of such heavy subject matter, Greg speaks intelligently to these issues, bringing a sharp wit, and is keenly aware of his place as an indigenous man and a contemporary artist. That's what his bio on his website says about Greg Deal. I say, I want to hear more of what this guy has to say. In the meantime, we have the single Bad Indian from Dead Pioneers, and I don't know if there's a full-length album coming down the pike, but I sure as hell hope there is because that is some potent stuff there. Also, brand new music coming down the pike on February 18th to albums I am looking forward to. Brand new music from Alinda Lee Segura, aka Hooray for the Riff Raff. Her forthcoming album will be entitled Life on Earth. From Hooray for the Riff Raff, we heard Jupiter's Dance, followed immediately by Krungbin and Leon Bridges. I thought that Texas Sun was going to be a one-off. There was that EP that they put out in early 2020 called Texas Sun. Two great tastes that taste great together, Houston's Krungbin and Fort Worth's Leon Bridges. And I thought, oh, this is a one-off. But how excited was I to learn that Texas Moon will be following on February 18th from Krungbin and Leon Bridges' forthcoming EP, Texas Moon. We heard B-Side wrapping things up with yet another thing I wasn't expecting, but good lord, I love these surprises. Delvon Lamar Organ Trio, DLO3, we just named I Told You So from DLO3, our number two album of the year, and a few short weeks later, we've got this brand new single that wrapped up the set, Cold as Weiss, 
a reference to their drummer Dan Vanilla Weiss, drops on February 11th from Delvon Lamar Organ Trio. We heard Pull Your Pants Up. They have the best song titles and they're so much fun live not only are they great musicians but you know they they like to give each other the the business and it's a lot of fun delvon lamar is a monster on the hammond b3 organ jimmy james is the most underrated guitarist on the planet and dan vanilla weiss is absolutely no slouch on the drums they played a lot of new songs and a lot of times when you go to see a band they're like well we got this new song and we're in the studio and blah 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 and that can mean either the album is going to come out very soon or it's going to come out a long time from now so i certainly was not expecting a new album from dlo3 but here we are we've got a brand new dlo3 album that's scheduled to drop on february 11th their last album came out january 29th 2021 so when cold is weiss drops on february 11th it'll be a year and 10 days between releases that's pretty damn awesome turnaround time hey everybody it's debts no honest man can pay my name is greenberg thank you so much for joining us we're here weekly on nrm streamcast and moving right along we are going to spend some quality time catching up with bad bad not good's fifth album talk memory bad bad not good formed in toronto in 2010 and they combine jazz musicianship with hip-hop production they've won two grammys for the production work with the likes of thundercat and Kendrick Lamar. The album dropped last October, finally had a chance to catch up with it over the holidays, and it's wonderful stuff. Like I said, to me, the hip-hop influence is kind of subtle, but it's definitely there. For me, the jazz aspect is in the forefront, and there's a quasi- orchestral element like i was saying now i need to go back and spend some quality time with their first four records bad bad not good sound is best summed up by a 2012 quote from writer paula mejia in prefix magazine who writes bad bad not good is a jazz trio on paper but often strange forever imaginative and ultimately revolutionary hip-hop and electronic beatmakers at heart.
by virtue of the fact that you are currently listening, you need no further assistance finding the Debts No Honest Man Can Pay podcast. However, your friends may need a little assistance. In which case, be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things. Places like Apple, Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, tell them we archive every episode of the podcast, and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com, where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to April 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program. Regardless of where you get the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. A fistful of tracks in that set from Talk Memory, the latest from Bad Bad Not Good, the top of the set, Signal from the Noise, City of Motors, Beside April, Timid Intimidating, and we wrapped things up with Talk Meaning. Hey everybody, it's Debts No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast, moving right along some more singles from forthcoming albums the 25th record from john mellencamp drops on january 21st recently we played for you the first single off the album his collaboration with bruce springsteen the album will be called strictly a one-eyed jack and this one's called chasing rainbows time ago, when I used to chase rainbows, I thought there was a pot of gold when I got to the end, but there were many people there, and I said, what are you doing here, they said they were looking for
shallow dream In this world of make-believe That we all believe is true When you get there there's no place to go Just a lot of I told you so So take this love with you when you go To the end of the rainbow At the end of the rainbow Turns out it's not somewhere Look around, it's everywhere For anyone who cares At the end of the rainbow Turns out it's not somewhere
connect with us on social media number one like debts no honest man can pay on facebook number two follow us on twitter at exile on e street and number three like us on instagram at exile on e street same as twitter making it extra convenient or if you want to kick it old school drop us an email debts no honest man can pay at gmail.com a six-pack of tracks in that last set featuring two standalone singles and four singles from albums dropping in the near future at the top of the set, John Mellencamp. Chasing Rainbows is from Strictly a One-Eyed Jack that drops on January 21st. Jenny Lewis, a standalone single that dropped late last fall, Puppy and a Truck. I do hope this means we're getting a new Jenny Lewis album this year. Also in there, music from the Dead South. They've got two, count them, two EPs dropping on March 4th. Easy Listening for Jerks Part 1 and Easy Listening for Jerks Part 2. They are officially candidates for album title of the year. Formed in 2012, the Dead South are from Regina, Saskatchewan in Canada. They've got three albums under their belt as well as two EPs and a live album. As of March 4th, it will be four EPs. Easy Listening for Jerks Part 1 is a collection of bluegrass covers. 
Easy Listening for Jerks Part 2 is a collection of covers of songs that appear in their pre-show playlist. The band have described the EPs as being the Carter family meets the Adams family. Well, that's something I need to hear. Also in there, brand new music from Sarah Shook and the Disarmers. Yet another release that drops on February 18th along with the Krung Bin and Leon Bridges EP and the Hooray for the Riff Raff record. Sarah Shook and the Disarmers, their brand new album Night Roamer drops on February 18th and from Sarah Shook and the Disarmers, we heard no mistakes. Got to see them a couple of weeks ago, about a week before the holidays and man, that was so much fun. Also in that set, another standalone single, singer-songwriter Rose Betts. I had never heard of her until I saw a video of her playing the song Driving Myself Home on TikTok. From the get-go, I was smitten. It is just such a damn delightful song, and she is just such a charmer. I had seen this song countless times on TikTok. It never got old, and it finally dropped as a single in mid-December. Rose Betts is a UK-based singer-songwriter. She dropped an EP in 2016 and four singles since then, Driving Myself Home, the latest. She's also known for her cover of Tim Buckley's Song to the Siren, which was featured prominently in Zack Snyder's Justice League. I did not realize that until earlier today. Wrapping up the set with Cat Power's interpretation of The Pogues' A Pair of Brown Eyes, With all due respect to the Pogues, and I love the Pogues, I have always been a huge fan of Peter Case's version of that song, which is the first version of the song I heard. It's an outstanding song, regardless of who's doing it, but one of Cat Power's many secret superpowers is the way that she interprets the songs of others. Look no further than her cover of the Rolling Stones' Satisfaction. She kinda sorta owns it, and she damn well reinvents it. Had the pleasure of seeing her in Chicago this past fall on a triple bill with Alanis Morissette and Garbage, and hopefully I'll get to see her again when she's touring this spring. In the meantime, Cat Power's forthcoming record is called Covers, and yes, it is all covers, and it drops on January 14th. In addition to her rendition of The Pogues' A Pair of Brown Eyes, she also covers Bob Seger's Against the Wind, Jackson Brown's These Days, and The Replacement's Here Comes a Regular. Cannot wait to hear how she tackles that one. Hey, everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast and moving right along to the final full set of today's show. And we are going to spend quality time with Valentine, the latest album from Snail Mail. Snail Mail is the gnome de plume of singer, songwriter, guitarist, Lindsay Jordan. Like I said earlier, Lindsay is from Ellicott City, Maryland. She attempted to start writing material for the second album while she was on tour promoting the first album, but sometimes when you're on the road, you just don't have the peace and quiet to get the writing done that you need to get done. So during the quarantine, Lindsay was uh, hunkered down at her folks' place in Baltimore, and that's when she got down to the business of writing Valentine. And while it was written in Maryland, it was recorded in Durham, North Carolina, produced by Brad Cook. The album dropped on November 5th, and I finally got some quality time to spend with it over the holidays. 
holidays. It's an outstanding record, and I am not alone in that opinion. As a matter of fact, this record made many best of lists for 2021. It was Rolling Stone's number 32 album of the year. It got as high as number 24 on NME's year-end list. It was the number 15 album of 2021 on Pitchfork's list. It just cracked the top 10 of Paste's list. Number 6 on Entertainment Weekly's list. Number 3 on The New York Times' list and USA Today's list. And it was number 2 on Stereo Gum's list. And to give you some extra added context... Lindsay is all of 22 years old. And oh yeah, by the way, she went through rehab during the process of making this album. The fact that she came out of that experience in one piece during a pandemic with an album like Valentine says to me that she is a world-class badass. Let's go be alone Where no one can see us, honey In that room Those parasitic cameras Don't they stop to stare at you Can't look for us both You've gotta live and I gotta go
fact that you are currently listening you need no further assistance finding the debts no honest man can pay podcast however your friends may need a little assistance in which case be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things places like apple google overcast pocket casts breaker castro radio public Castbox, tune in iheart radio and stitcher and while you're at it tell them we archive every episode of the podcast and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to april 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program regardless of where you get the podcast 
please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. A fistful of tracks in that last set from Snail Mail's Valentine. We kicked off with the title track, followed by Headlock, forever subtitled Sailing Madonna, and we wrapped things up with Glory. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast, and we're going to wrap things up much in the same way that we kicked things off, and we kicked things off with the legendary Mary Clayton's interpretation of Neil Young's Southern Man. That's from her 1971 self-titled album. A year before that, Neil Young's original version, recorded with Crazy Horse, appeared on his album after the gold rush today we take it from the collection decade of course southern man the answer song to leonard skinnard's sweet home alabama i highly recommend listening to both back to back and also for a little extra added context check out the drive-by truckers song ronnie and neil it details the friendship between ronnie van zant and neil young and listening to it is time well spent also like i said earlier check out the episode of sound opinions where jim dirigatis and greg cott interview mary clayton you will not be disappointed in the meantime we close out this week's show with neil young's southern man and with that everybody have a great week take care be safe have a brave new year and remember the dogs on main street howl because they understand <laughs>